When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. From the Aggie Sports Network, this is Ask the AD, featuring NM State Athletics Director Mario Mocha, sponsored by White Sands Federal Credit Union. Here's your host, Adam Young. It is a new episode of the Ask the AD podcast. As always, we are sponsored by White Sands Federal Credit Union. Adam Young with the AD, Mario Mocha. White Sands Federal Credit Union, a member-owned financial cooperative, Providing loans and deposit accounts for consumers. Offices in Las Cruces, El Paso, and TRC. Information at WSFCU.org. Mario, welcome once again. It's been a couple weeks since we have taped, and uh, men's basketball continues to roll, and now they're in the driver's seat for the WAC regular season title. Yeah, how about that? Uh, I'd say weekend, but it was a, it was a Saturday, Monday. Um, you know, I was fortunate, um, and usually I'm the one who will go to Grand Canyon. Uh, since my folks are there, you know, mm-hmm. I can kind of do double duty and save the university some money. I stay at their house and um, um, got to go to the game once again. You know, all time sold out, standing room only record, and it was amazing because we got there um, early, so we saw the waves of fans. You know, they sprint into their seats and obviously they've got the choreography and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and you know their ad invited me to their donor room they've got carving stations i mean we got like you know anyway i mean multiple (laughs) i mean steak they had you know pork loin they got purple potatoes i mean they had you know and then at halftime they've got a full spread of dessert it was like a Mm -hmm. high-end las vegas um, uh what do you call those buffets and, um, you know, they have, you know, their video board is brand new, their technology mm-hmm. and their graphics are pro style. And, um, yeah, they really, 
um, you know, I tip my hat to them. They really, um, now that takes money and they've got it, but they do a phenomenal, you know, show around everything. And then, you know, when the ball was tipped off, um, you know, the Aggies came to play and came to play in a big way. And, you know, I tip my hat to all the players and Chris Jans, but I'd be remiss if I didn't think that that atmosphere has something to do with us playing well. Now, look, we, you know, it doesn't automatically mean you're going to win, but it's funny how when we play a hostile crowd, that was the best game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was two years ago, uh, maybe b- up until that Cal Baptist game. That was the best game of the year, you know, when we beat them by like 20 points and stuff like that. Uh, Dan Marley was the coach. Yep. Um, so, yeah, something about that brings out, you know, uh, the best in us. And then, you know, I was like probably everybody else. Uh, Braun had went up to Seattle um, and I came back and uh, I watched it on TV. And while, yeah, I mean, we weren't firing offensively on all the cylinders. Um, boy, it was just great to see people step up. I mean, yeah, Teddy's can't, you know, score 30 points every game, even though he had some unbelievably ridiculous shots. But, you know, Will comes on with a 14 and a 14. I mean, mm-hmm. um Clayton does well, you know, um, Jabari, you know, he's playing not his natural position and he has to guard the best player all the time and he has to do this and, you know, he still gets his points, hits some critical threes and, I mean, you know, Johnny, you know, hits a critical three, Will hits a critical fadeaway jumper (laughs) and, um, boy, that, and, you know, you win by 13 on the road against number one and they're playing for everything and they've got, you know, yeah, Seattle has a small gym and it's not dissimilar in theory from some of those, you know, West coast athletic conference teams have, you know, they don't play in massive arenas. Um, many of them, but you know, look, when you're in a small space and it's filled with a thousand people, you know, it's, it's pretty, um, you know, pretty raucous. So yeah, tremendous, uh, um, tremendous wins, and uh, you know now we're in uh, in a position where we control our own destiny, which you know I think everybody wants that. The team can't look ahead, Mario, but we can towards next week. And the restrictions have been lifted; concessions are back. There is no longer a mask mandate inside the Pan American Center, so it seems like everything's kind of wide open now. Of course, they're going to be playing for potentially on Wednesday a regular season title, at least to share potentially realistic expectations for the crowd and the atmosphere next Wednesday and next Saturday for two humongous home games at the Pan Am? Well, I don't know. You know, uh, so we had the mass mandate for three games. And two of those games, we had the lowest um, uh, the lowest ticketed and lowest revenue games other than northern New Mexico. You know, we beat it by like 400 and $500. So that definitely affected the crowd. Now, one of those was a Wednesday night game, and this is going to be a Wednesday game. Now, I noticed that when we had um, uh, one of those games, I guess it was Dixie, that was when the high schools each had their orientations, and I went to one with Addie. I went from like 6 to 6.20 so I could get back for tip, Mm. and it was packed at one high school. So multiply that by four in a town of 100,000. So you're, you know, that was something, look, you you can never fight that stuff but you know we weren't aware of that um but we also on that saturday 
uh, against Seattle, we kind of artificially pumped up the crowd because we knew the mask was still going to be an issue. So we went out to business owners and asked them to purchase tickets. We kind of infilled the lower level so it looked better than, you know, what it would have. Um, I don't think I'm giving away any secrets, but I think, you know, in addition to giving away another, and you know what, we had a thousand hats to give away. We didn't give them away all. I I couldn't believe it. So it it did affect us. You know, I don't care what you think about the mass, whatever you don't, da, 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 it's the rules, it's this, doesn't matter, but it did affect the crowd. Um, Now that it's over, I don't know if people are still going to be upset or they're going to say, hey, this is great. I want to come back to the games. I hope it's the latter. But uh, my plan on Wednesday for that Wednesday game is to try to artificially goose the crowd because I don't trust that everybody is going to fill it and let Saturday, let the chips fall where they may because that's going to be senior day. It's going to be Hall of Fame day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we're, you know, if we were to win these next two games and people don't come out to watch a 26 and four team, then. You know, then then I'm not interested in those people. I mean, you know, um, you can get five dollar tickets. I mean, it's Hall of Fame. Um, I can't waste my energy on that. But I'm going to I think we're going to try to artificially do the crowd. I already sold a thousand dollars worth of tickets to uh, I just got the email from a business that I'm not going to say because I wasn't authorized to use it. But um, so the very first email I said, he goes, hey, give me a thousand dollars worth of tickets. But I can't keep doing that all the time. You know, I just can't. But I'm going to do it for Wednesday because I want to have a good crowd for our student-athletes. All right, Mario, one more thing before we get to fan questions. And you're behind this Twitter poll that I started earlier this week. You were really excited about this. <laughs> good so, so Jans can't get mad at me. Even though true. you kind of – it's like you told on me publicly, like well, Mario Mocha put me up to this. I said, P.S., Mario Mocha is behind this poll. Yeah, and I would not – can I say – I would not have included Jamario if it yeah. was doing that because I think he's a different kind of player. Then I see Lofton and um, uh, Trev Queen and um, Teddy as very similar style of players. Mm -hmm. About the same size, offensive-minded, so on and so forth. But anyway, Adam, I digress. I continue. So so the Twitter poll is you start your college team with one of these four guys from the Jans era, Jamario Jones, Zach Lofton, Trev Queen, Teddy Allen. As we sit here today, there's 230 votes. And Jamario Jones leads the way with 30%. Trev has 28%. Teddy Allen, 27%. And then Lofton at 15%. I mean, you really can't go wrong with any of these four. But like you said, you did not want Jamario Jones included. Well, yeah, uh, just because I see those other three as a similar player. And, you know, it's funny. All three of those guys played in the NBA. You know, that's amazing. Um and for, you know, Coach Jans and for us to keep getting those kind of players that can get you a bucket at any time, that can get a defensive stop, that can, um, you know, get to the rack and score. And, you know, it's I, – I hope people – one of the reasons why I want to do it because, man, look at some of these other teams. Um, how many – you know, even like a UNM or UTEP or, you know, whoever maybe you're familiar with – how many have had like similar star players like that year after year after year as if you're going to the supermarket and just picking up your next, you know, premier guy? I mean, life doesn't work like that, but we've been very fortunate uh, to have players like that. And um, part of me, I just thought it was really interesting because I was like, wow, you know, I know, hey, you know, Zach Lofton, well, he hadn't been here in five years. Oh, but I remember when he was beating Miami and when he was beating Illinois on the road and, you know, he was the go-to guy hitting the big shots. So um, anyway, I thought it was kind of fun and hopefully our fans like to 
participate in that. I'll put you on the spot. Can you pick one out of this, or is that just too hard to do? Is it like picking your children? You yeah, can't just pick one. Plus, I still talk to those guys on yeah. social media, so I would feel bad. I do have the person I would pick, Okay. but I'm not going to – Okay. Uh, even though I did participate in the poll, is that something people can see? I don't think so. Oh, good. Okay. Maybe Vu can find it. I don't know. Vu, I hope not. Vu yeah. typically can find that kind That's of stuff. That's true, yeah. All right, let's get to fan questions for this week, Mario. The first fan question for this week for Ask the AD, <laughs> and you spent a whole lot of time digging <laughs> on this one. You have all the information, I swear. Could Conference USA have a football championship game with nine teams? You have the answer, I think, and you also have some background behind it. Yeah, do so whoever calls me the name dropper, Jesus, I'm going to give them everything for a month in one question. But um, And I'm wondering if people think, well, they know the answers to everything so they can get it. So, you know, I was um, – I just popped an email to or a text um, to Bill Hancock, who's the executive director of the college football playoff. And he's like, well, I don't know. We don't really – that's not really under our bailiwick. you got to ask somebody at the NCAA. But I kind of think that. I'm like – Okay, so let me call Dave Shanazi, who I've known forever. He's the vice president for membership services at the NCA. He's like, well, hold on, I haven't pulled out that rule book in a while. Let me take a look and da da da. And he goes, well, he goes, well, what do you think it is? And I said, well, I thought it was ten. And he goes, well, I don't think so anymore. But I want you, you know, like the NCA just doesn't give you like conversational answers. They're going to give you the right answer, right. even if you're just having fun like we are. So then I called up Judy McLeod, uh, the commissioner of Conference USA, and she told me, yes, you can have a conference championship game with nine members. You just need to split it into like a, you know, divisional play and so on and so forth. So um, whoever asked that question is going to have a punishment of a week off with no questions because I actually had to get three industry leaders on the phone to get what, you know, people might think would be an easy yes or no answer. And the Name Dropper of the Week segment returns well, for one week only. Bill Hancock, Executive Director of College Football Playoff, Dave Shanazi, VP of Membership Services with the NCAA, and Judy McLeod, Commissioner of Conference USA. I love it. Whew. All right. Fan question number two, Mario. Any news on clearing out future football games? Yeah. I mean, you know, we hate playing three power fives. That's every time we investigate something it's a pain uh we're working on it um it is not as fast as what we want but what was the question any news uh the news is we are still trying to do it delicately and not you know we're trying to use a scalpel and not a um you know not a uh not an axe um there's an axe out there but i'd rather use the scalpel for now um but yeah this is a a pain in the rear end Third fan question. After the recent Santa Fe trip, what projects are the biggest priority for funding? Mm. Well, you know, I think it's it's pretty clear that, um, you know, we need a, a new football locker room. Um, you know, it was identified by the previous coach. It's identified by the current coach. You know, they've been in other locker rooms. And at the end of the day, you know, we're recruiting against individuals. Um, and you're recruiting against schools who are, A, offering cost of attendance, B, they're offering, you know, name, image, and likeness deals, and the locker room is, you know, 
considerably below other locker rooms. So that is a huge ticket item, though. You know, that just doesn't appear out of nowhere. So um, I think that's big. I would love also um, to entertain a new football press box because that can be a revenue generator for the department. Now, the current press box, you know, they wanted to, I mean, you know, they want couple you know quarter of a million dollars to fix the roof up there and i just had you know i'm like well let's let it rain on people for six days no offense adam but you, you know if i had a quarter million dollars i don't want to you know dump it into a building that you know is is used what six times a year and so on and so forth so those are those are big things so um can i do you have breaking news sure okay the team at the nca has confirmed that the minimum number of team requirements has been removed. Okay. So the commissioner was correct. You don't have to have 10. You can have a championship game with nine. And whoever asked that has caused me to talk to three industry leaders (laughs) to get that answer. Great investigative Uh, work. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, those are two big priorities that I'd like to have. But we have a lot of needs. I mean, there's needs at track. There are needs at softball. There are needs at soccer. Um, you know, there's probably, there's need, you know, we have needs. So what I think is, um, um, you know, the biggest priority, well, you're going to have to have turf, right? We got the money for turf, but that thing, that life is going to end soon. And you're going in a new conference. I mean, we need a new football scoreboard. I mean, you know, we were, we picked, uh, the Pan Am because of the usage over football, but you know people have seen that fail during games, and if it fails during a game, I got to rebate money, which is less money that all of our sports are going to get. So that's not a a wish; that's a that's a need. Um, so there's a ton of priorities. I don't know if I could say no. This is the number one. This is the number two. Um, what I would like to see going forward, and U and M I think does a good job of this. When we get to Santa Fe, I would like to have a list. That includes a minimum of one project for each sport that we have. Because when I go up there now and I have relationships, you run into people who have an affinity to track. Well, if they've got money and they want to put it to track, they're not putting it to football. They're not putting it to basketball or the Pan Am. Well, I need to have a track project because, I mean, we need help in our programs. I want that money. So that's the biggest thing for me is getting the projects on the list. Now, it's not Mario's list. I got to submit it. University has to approve it and blah, 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 blah. So that's a, I don't want to say a battle I have to fight, but that's something I have to, that, that's something I want to make a priority is getting a robust list that I can take to Santa Fe. Next fan question, Mario, a similar topic. What projects did athletics get and not get from Capital Outlet? So um, this is what we got. We received, now remember, this is all subject to, you know, the veto pen. So knock on wood, you know, that doesn't happen. But we received uh, $250,000 for some softball um, infrastructure monies. Um, we received $200,000 to... Um, to, towards the soccer field, which was grossly put in. Uh, in I mean, I, I don't, you know, I mean, I'm not going to worry about not offending anybody, but the soccer field was put in improperly and bad. I don't care if they ran out of money. I mean, when you do a corner kick and you have to run up five to seven feet, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. So we are going to do that the right way. There's a $200,000 that can go to athletic fields and or a scoreboard. Um, obviously that's nowhere near to cover a scoreboard. So I think there's a couple things we would want to do with that to finish a project. Um, and then the football turf. So, you know, 
because a lot of people have asked me this and you know at the end of the day from a from a uh, capital outlay standpoint the Aggies received 2.4 million dollars and the Lobos received 4.53 million dollars now you know if people think, oh, my God, he's probably in there losing his mind because they got double, a little over double the money than we did. But you got to think they've got four times the legislators. Um, so at the end of the day, I don't I, I think we did OK. Now, you know, we'll wait for the press to announce this. And uh, it's public information. Anybody could look that right. up right now. But that's the numbers. So I was relatively pleased because in addition to the capital monies, you know, there's um, one point five million dollars in general appropriations. That'll come to both us and UNM, and that's a that's a massive um, uh, shot in the arm for you know I would I can only speak for my institution, but I know it's a massive shot in the arm for the Aggies. So yeah, I was pleased even with 30 day session and quick. We're getting the hang of it now. You know what's crazy is you really have to know, you know how it works, um, who are the key players. You have to have relationships with them, and now I kind of feel. You know, sometimes you just feel like you're riding a bike. Oh, hey, I know how to ride a bike. Now I kind of feel like, okay, I know how it works. I know who the players are. I know what I got to do and so on and so forth. So, you know, we're going to start taking a much more active role into Santa Fe and, and our legislators. Next question, Mario, is a jersey question. Who does the designs for the team's uniforms? Is it someone from the athletics department or somebody from Under Armour? No, I think there's, uh, I think when they come in, there's all these ideas, but a lot of the coaches will, you know, and they have to run it by us for, you know, continuity's sake, Mm -hmm. but you know, whether it's Aggies or Los Aggies or black or crimson or white or what have you, you know, we get a chance to look at them, but I'd say the coaches uh, make it up. I don't know how much they engage the student athletes and Under Armour, you know, certainly they get their inspiration maybe from some of the things they've done. Now, like the retro jerseys, that's kind of unique because if you noticed, we, we put those out to bid. So the general public bids on jerseys, right? You know, we had the very first time we did this, we, uh, the foundation, right, from Foundation Camp, we bought the jersey. So an outside entity, it wasn't the state money, that means we could auction them off, right? If you if you remember a long time ago, the Lobos had an auction, but it had to go through the state because I think they used state dollars to right. buy that jersey. So we have an outside entity, so those aren't necessarily the state's property. So um, when we auctioned them off, you know, half of the money went to the Aggie Athletic Club, half of the money went to the six-man to help men's basketball, but a portion of the costs are to buy a brand new set of jerseys. So Chris Jans will get an extra new set of jerseys. And usually it's Chet Savage that will design those. Now, you know, the state, we had kind of stolen that from a 19, late 1970s jersey. One year we stole it from like the final four jerseys. Um, so that's the one time that like our staff, and I think it's usually Chet Savage that will kind of come up with the idea that ultimately at the end of their life, those jerseys will be auctioned off and we'll buy a brand new set for next year. So pretty unique way for a school that's challenged to, you know, keep an extra uniform in the rotation. Next fan question from Mario. What's the general policy for dogs at baseball and softball games? Well, I went over to Nicole Sacked and asked her that question, and she reminded me that Sundays are for the dogs. So you can bring your dog out on Sundays, and that's also the day that, um, our concessions are selling $1 hot dogs. Yes. I have taken taken 
taken Sodexo up on that on numerous occasions when I'm out there. Are you one of the fans who goes out there and gets a tray of hot dogs? No, I don't want to. I kind of like do the two thing, but I keep my arm down when I'm walking so people aren't really drawn to how many I'm getting, and then I'll go back. And so you've got to not let people know how much of a glutton you are. (laughs) At least that's what you get three and eat one in the concession stand. No, that's not bad. Or usually I sneak them up and I sit by you and I eat them. And yeah, I'm kind of insulated with. That's true. With uh, you know, people thinking, God, look at the ads had seven hot yeah. dogs already. We did miss you last weekend in the in the press box since you were at basketball. Well, ironically enough, Adam, I listened to the broadcast. I was in Grand um, Grand Canyon. I listened on Saturday before the game when I was going on a run, and then on Sunday I listened when I was driving home with Good. two kids. Yeah. Awesome. All right, next fan question: Who is in charge when Mario is away? And if you know the athletics department, you know this answer. I was going to say Heidi Mocha. That's but, true. Uh, yeah, she's she's in charge all That's the days, true. even when I'm not at home. Um, well, you know, Brian, Brian Cartwright is our COO, and yeah. people will go to him. You know, when you fill out the university form, if I'm, I don't know, whatever, on a vacation or something, I'd say hey, Brian Cartwright's in charge. Um, I think the way we have it, I mean, people will go to the people that run the departments. If it's an academic issue or housing or something like that, they'll go to James Hall. If it's, you know, an external issue, they'll go to Chet Savage. It's his business issue. They'll go to Ed. But at the end of the day, most everything funnels through the, you know, COO, and that's uh, the Deputy AD, Braun Cartwright. So, yeah, if you've been following the Aggies, you know he, (laughs) as I say, he's the smartest guy in the room, uh, ten times smarter than me. And, uh, yeah, he's the head honcho when I'm not here. All right, Mario, we'll finish with a two-parter. Do you accept volunteers in the athletics department, and why are you so awesome? That was actually a question <laughs> without a question mark on a tweet. Um, well, um, we do accept volunteers. You know, it's, it's interesting. We have all these names. Like back in the old days, I was an intern, and you, you were offered internships, either paid or unpaid. You know, now we have GAs. We have student help, and they're getting credits for that. We have this. We have that. There's like 82 different categories. But, yeah, we have accepted volunteers. I mean, people would usually volunteer. Like when I used to work for UNM 100 years ago. Golly, I can't remember his name, and I'm embarrassed. I don't know if it was Herb or Hank or what have you, but he was a retired military guy, and he would always come in and he'd stuff envelopes and he'd kind of just do whatever you want. We haven't had that too much. But we've had people, you know, volunteer. We just need to have some things for them to do. You know what I mean? We're not trying to create stuff for them to do, but just, hey, could you take care of these type things? So I think we have some volunteers around, like golf tournaments, stuff like that. But, yeah, we certainly do do that. Um, As far as being awesome, (laughs) uh, certainly appreciate the compliment. Uh, You know, I would also say, you know, moderate your drinking of Pistol Pete's six-shooter when you're tweeting. But, um, you know, look – Any success that we're having, I think, is drawn, you know, primarily from our student athletes, our coaches and our staff. I mean, I think we work hard. I think we have a a moniker of trying to, um, you know, outwork the competition and trying to always, you know, come up with new things and innovative stuff and, you know, constantly have people talking about Aggie Athletics 24-7, whether it's Twitter polls or whether it's games or whether it's giveaways, you know. Uh, yes, but yeah, I, um, you know, I really want to do a blackout game mm-hmm. for Stephen F. Austin. I got to talk Nicole Sack into doing that. I think we'll. Uh, I talked to Jan's 
I'm actually giving way too much up here, but yeah. talk to All Jance. Right. Hey, would you be willing to wear black jerseys? He's like, yeah, I don't care. And then, um, you know, I talked to Brian Cox and those guys. Hey, I'll sell black stuff. But I kind of want to do a little spoof on the lights going out twice. You know, two separate issues. But, like, if you can't have fun with things like that and, and make fun of yourself a little bit about your situation, then, you know, don't do it. I know some people on Twitter, they love to see stuff and complain and, you know, ah, this is a joke. But, hell, it's supposed to be fun. And there's so many times where it's not fun, it's work, or you got problems, but if you can't laugh at yourself and have a little fun in the process, um, you know, so I think we've got good young people who are innovative and just want to, you know, have fun and, and uh, put on great events and, and, you know, make people happy. George, wake up. I can't sleep. I'm worried about getting a car loan. It's two in the morning. I mean, it's all so stressful. Paperwork, interest rates, approval. Stop worrying. We'll go to White Sands Federal Credit Union and get a stress-free auto loan. We can apply online right now and even sign the paperwork electronically. Just like that? Just like that. Apply for your stress-free auto loan online today at wsfcu.org or at your favorite auto dealership. Credit subject to approval. Some restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Member NCUA. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Stop by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef oh. patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, and their famous creamy pepper sauce, all our Texas toast. It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. I love a good Stop patty melt. Stop by today at Whataburger. I don't want to spoil everything for the coaches show tonight, Mario. It is our final show, but how's your diet been going recently? Yeah, not. I got down to like, uh, remember I was 219. I got down right. to about two point two oh seven. Yeah. Now I'm like teetering two oh nine something. It's going the wrong direction. Phoenix wasn't a good trip? No, I ran twice, but I mean I ate like a p I'm at my mother's house, so she's Yeah, she's feeding cooked. you. Yeah, she's feeding me. I go to the Grand Canyon game, I ate there. We went back to the team hotel with the two kids in tow, right? And um Mike Anderson is like, hey, can I borrow your car to go to the pharmacy? I'm like, sure. Well, an hour later, I'm like, Mike, I got to get the kids home. So I had, I had In-N-Out Burger there. So, yeah, it's yeah. not not conducive, all the traveling to my diet. And then you'll have Rudy's again tonight. It's your final hurrah this year. Actually, I haven't had lunch yet, so I think I'm going to go down the street, go to Whataburger, and have that patty melt because yep. I love a patty melt. I love a good patty melt. I love a chorizo burger, and I love a patty melt. We need to put a montage together of what you were saying on this podcast a month ago about how you couldn't have Whataburger, couldn't have a patty melt, and now a month later you're like, I'm going to go drive down the street to get Yeah, like I'm – look, if you have gaps in your (laughs) diet, I'm fine with that. But I'm hungry, and if you stay in my way, I'm going to physically move you out of the way. Fair enough. Thanks, Mario. Thank you. This has been Ask the AD, featuring NM State Athletics Director Mario Mocha, sponsored by White Sands Federal Credit Union. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.